0: wasn't like no we're you know we're butchers we don't make sauces or condiments um it, it was sort of like anything's a possibility anything's an option you know no no stone left unturned we're, we're hard workers over here and we want to create a good thing and if it's a good idea i'm, I'm all for anything really
1: this is the producers i'm danny Valant. we produce flavor that's a very nice mission statement from Killer Condiments' Nathan Creary, a shop fitter turned farmer, turned butcher, turned condiment king. We dig in with Nathan and learn the story of the home-style chimichurri that customers loved so much that he turned it into a jarred product, first as a side hustle and now as a growing business.
0: My name's Nathan Creery. Um, my company is Killer Condiments. And um, we we produce flavour. That's that's um, I suppose the the easy, simple one word of of what killer is. We we own a few butcher shops. We we operate a few butcher shops. Um, and and with that, um, we were sort of pre COVID selling everyone else's condiments and sauces and whatnot. Um, and me and one of my chefs. Um, well, we, we both used chimichurri on the weekends when we when we cooked at home, and and so we just started making it in house and and having it there for customers to to complement the the meats that they were buying. Um, one thing led to another, and we were sort of making hot sauces and soy dressings and all sorts of things. And um, and and it, although it wasn't killer at the time, it, it was a, a range of sauces that we sold at Farmgate. It 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 led to that's where it started that's where that's where killer started um it it sort of got to a point i was probably scrolling on instagram or something and noticed um you know other other products that were similar uh in the market that other you know butchers and and um independents were selling And, and i said to the guys i said to my team i said we we, we sh- everyone should have access to what we're doing, and um, and and yeah, that was where Killer was born, um, and and yeah, we started from there. It's you know like like all sort of startups and small business owners and business owners. You know, we've got lots of um, stories and hurdles and hiccups and all that sort of stuff. Um, um, yeah, and it's sort of the last, I think. I think it, we officially launched uh, at the Easter show this year, um, but I think I think I might have registered the business name two two and a half years ago, something like that. So between between running our businesses now and, and getting this um, this little baby off the ground, it's yeah, that's I don't know, that's the time it's sort of taken to to get to where we are today.
1: Nathan's butcher shops are a byproduct of his farming the first farm gate to plate store opened eight years ago with the bywords premium traceable quality and there are now two shops in southern sydney and deliveries all around the region nathan freely admits there are better people on the knives than him including on his own staff but he's always willing to jump in and chop some chops
0: we've got our, our three shops are located in the Sutherland Shire, um, so Farmgate to Plate, and a little uh, business called Fred's Provador. Um, uh, butchery started, uh, butchery started for me, I'm gonna say uh, nine, ten years ago. Um, me and my partner, uh, my business partner, um, bought a farm and, We bought 40 cow and calves. We hadn't farmed before. I sold my house up in Sydney, and we hadn't farmed before. And we bought 40 cow and calves, cows with calf, um, on an online auction, um, which is which is sort of standard um, in the industry. Um, And they got delivered and. It's sort of like when you walk out of the hospital with, you, with your firstborn—you're um, you, straight away. It's like, okay, we're farmers. What do we do now? <laughs> uh, what was really cool—that you know, we're, we're hard works in our blood, and we just we just we learnt and listened and self-taught and standard made mistakes and and next minute we had 400 ewes, a uh, thousand hens. Uh, yeah, we, we, we used with lambs at foot and. 400 hens and 40 head of cat, uh, 60 head of cattle then we were doing embryo transfer programs with um, full blood wagyu uh, embryos and and that then led to us going to farmers markets we had we had um, we had a product that we needed to move and and we put love into this product and we felt that it wasn't suitable for um, sending to auctions or sending to sale yards. So we, we we went out to other butchers and the the got got butchers to prepare and cart and cry back and pack our meat and we went out to farmers markets and um, I think it was the fourth butcher I was talking to a friend in the industry and she said Nat, we went through four butchers and then we decided to take it on ourselves and and it was the fourth butcher that we went through and we said stuff this let's do it and um, and yeah we, we got a we, we a butcher shop locally to us which which is sort of our uh, it was our first store, which we still have. Um, the guy, the guy that was running it, wanted to get out, and yeah, we took it over, and 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 that was eight years ago now. Um, I had no idea where, and I fillet was so naive. I had no idea where knife feel it was on a body or how to make a sausage or anything. Um, and yeah, it felt like felt like I did three apprenticeships, like in the first three years. Like <laughs> it was it was crazy learning and. Um, and, yeah, so we've got a team of maybe 30 staff now across three sites. Um, we still do our original farmer's market that we started with out at Sutherland. And, um, and yeah, we home deliver and, um, yeah, got a, we've got a really, really good team. We've got, we got a bunch of legends that work for us now and, and I'm not in the knives as much anymore. But if needed or if someone's sick or whatever, I'll, I'll always jump in and, and um, do a day. In the shop with the with the guys, it's funny. Like I've I've always I've all, I'm a shop fitter by trade. Um, I've always worked and hard. Like like any business owner, they'll tell you, you know you've gotta, you gotta you've gotta be the first one in the last one out. It's it's not easy and all that sort of stuff. And that just wasn't foreign. I was I was all about that. Um, I grew up. My, my granddad had a farm down in Berry. I really wanted to, um, c- continue that or relive that. Um, and and. In in starting up a biz in starting up a business, um, everyone's got to eat, um, but but I also felt like at the time I felt like the meat industry could uh, I felt like the meat industry could do better. I reckon in the last ten years it's changed uh, like quite significantly, um, but at the time, I mean at the time I hadn't heard about regenerative agriculture or. Um, yeah, I I I hadn't it, it probably wasn't as uh, the knowledge the information maybe wasn't as publicly available or um yeah around um whereas whereas now now I feel like it's in the last 10 years it's changed massively. Um um restaurants feature certain farms on their on their menus and I think it's great. Um so but 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 yeah, so that's I, I felt it could be done better. I, I that's that was sort of where it started and and Farmgate started that way. It's evolved a lot. Um, we only we I, I quickly couldn't produce enough meat um, for our butchery, so we went out to local farmers. Um, we now still go out to farmers, but we we've got some amazing brands that we work with as well. And um, and, and yeah, we've got like a real a real selection of whether it's Wagyu or whether it's grass fed beef or or. Um, we, we make all of our own small goods. We make all of our own hams, all around bacon in house and whatnot. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'd, we'd, it started with wanting to put love back into put love into something and put love into into food, which felt like um, it felt like it was an industry where customers were used to getting it off a shelf at a grocery store wrapped in plastic. Um, it started wanting to do wanting to do better.
1: What do you need with meat? Clearly, you need yummy bits and pieces to spoon on the plate alongside it. Nathan tells the story of getting started with killer condiments.
0: I had a I had a chef, a friend working for me and and we were in the kitchen one day. We, we set up a kitchen. He'd he, he sort of had enough of the industry and I saw him one day and I said, oh, well, do you want to, I'll, I'll set a kitchen up for you. Let's, Let's start doing something. He's like, "Dude, I've never butchered in my life," and I said, That's all right. Neither did I before." And um, I, I said, "Like, I can I can teach you to do stuff." And full disclaimer: I'm I, there. There are my my team is way way better butchers than what I am, and it, and it is um, you know it's a craft, it's an art form. Um, I just do my best. Um, but but I said to him to come over, you know, and and that's that's not a problem that you hadn't done it before, you know, just right attitude sort of stuff, you know. And he came in, and you know, we we developed a, a ready a sort of meal range and all that sort of stuff. And and uh, yeah, as I say, like we we, we cook at home, and, it, and you talk with passion when you're talking to customers about what you do and how you do it, you know. And and we, we we always did chimichurri at home, and and that was that was sort of where it started. We 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 bought a heap of jars and didn't have a label at the time like it was that typical sort of origin story of you look back now compared to what we do now and lab testing and all sorts of things it was just so yeah underdone i don't know (laughs) um but but yeah we just we just did it in jars with no label this is at chimichurri and and it went great and it and it literally it got to a point one of my friends actually said to me uh, where I where I sort of knew it had legs, um, a friend of mine said to me, "I can't. My fridge feels empty unless it's got a jar of your chimichurri or crispy chili or whatever it was in it." And um, and that was when it sort of I don't know like something clicked, and I was like, and I, and and again, you know, I saw I saw I saw you know the, the other businesses, you know, there was, there was so many products out there. And I was like, well, why can't we be one of them? Um, and 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 yeah, so the range far out we've done some things like some different sources and and basically the first four that the 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 four that we started with with killer were just the ones that sold the best in store um we've got plenty up our sleeves sort of thing but you know one of all in good time um um and yeah so we opened up with the with the first four we came up with the name we wanted to be bold we wanted to stand out on shelf um but not be silly like some hot sauce brands have, um, you know, standout names like, you know, <laughs> Ring, ring Stinger and all sorts of things. Um, we wanted it to be bold and we wanted it to stand out on the shelf. Uh, and that's sort of where we came up with Killer. It describes what it is, that they're, they're killer sauces. Um, they won't kill you, but they're killer sauces. Um, they're, they're full of flavor. Um, and so, yeah, we opened up with our, our chimichurri, um, uh Blood Orange Hot Sauce, uh, Crispy Chili Oil, which... Is all the all the sort of rage of late, and uh, sticky soy, which is a dumpling dipping sauce or marinade. Um, they're super super versatile. You know, you can you can you can marinate with them, you can you can dip with them, you can they're a finishing sauce, all that sort of stuff. Um, and and of recent, um, I, I think um, for the fine foods, we've got. Two new products that we're launching next week so we've got a pine lime hot sauce and a we, we got told with killer our name represent like it, it we weren't hot enough <laughs> we, we, we got i wanted all of our sources to be approachable but we kept getting told we weren't hot enough so this pine lime hot sauce is pretty hot but we've done a supercharged crispy chili oil too which um yeah some people don't like it's way too hot for them <laughs> but yeah
1: Chimichurri is the OG killer condiment, but what separates a great chimichurri from all the rest?
0: Chimichurri just elevates freshens a steak. So for me, compared to the old school, um, you know, pepper sauce or mushroom sauce or whatever, which can be quite heavy, especially on uh, maybe a fattier steak uh, or a richer steak, um, the the vinegar in a chimichurri. Um, along with the freshness of the herbs, um, it, it lightens the meal. It freshens up the. It freshens up the steak. Um, what makes a good one? Um, I think. I think balance. Um, I think. I think a good balance between. Um, yeah, um, not not too much vinegar. I don't know, Everyone's got their own taste. Everyone's got their own. Um, uh, the way they do it, you know. You, you, it, we went to the we went we opened up, we launched, as I said at the Easter show and it's funny, it's such a broad cross section of customers and, and people and you know, one person's like Argentinian and they're like, Give me a give me a taste of your chimney and you sort of get the eyebrows like, Oh, that's all right, you know, and it's like, Fine, right, okay, we're onto a good thing, you know. And then and then you're onto someone else and it's like, Oh no, that's not for me. Give me the sticky soy like it's it's really funny. Um yeah, so for me, for me, it's balance. Um, but but yeah, I've I've learnt with killer that everyone's got their own flavour. Everyone's got their own the, the way the way they like things, you know. And how do we have it? I simply have it next to my steak and dip it, dip it in. Um, but but I've got one of my guys here that, that works with us. He he um, like finishes his roast potatoes with it. So yeah, there's a, there's different ways you can different ways you can have things.
1: Nathan isn't exactly new to running a business, but starting a condiment company is different to anything else he's done. He shares some ups and downs along the way, including a brush with the Taliban.
0: There are some funny stories. Um, so, yeah, Killer started. Um, we, 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 we We actually are using the jar now that we started with, but we did go through a range of like trialing all different all different jars we work with a, a, a um, supplier in sydney now who's who's across australia and they've they've been amazing um um in, in sort of being able to supply us and um uh, work work with compliance too like create create new parts of the jar new lids that that comply um they yeah they've been amazing um um Working with um, sort of manufacturing partners, we, we weren't able to produce um, at all in-house in the end. Um, so, being able to be there for every batch that gets made and sort of, I suppose, vet it and, and okay it, um, which is amazing. But I, after eating so much chili all the time, your taste buds do go at the end of the day, which is something new to me. Um yeah, uh, typical, you know, typical new business like all all the the hurdles like um, printing twelve thousand labels and missing and and spelling mistakes that you shouldn't you shouldn't have let go and um, not being happy with the original design and then changing it last minute and uh, we I remember when we started we had um, we had the name killer uh, um, killer condiments um, you know uh, going through the the whole the whole setup so starting up uh cool we've got to get a website i was like far how can i do it differently um i wanted to be bold i wanted killer to stand out and i said uh, i said to myself uh, why can't i wonder if i can register killer.af um killer as fuck and and i could and it, and it worked and i registered it uh, about an hour later, I got an email from, and this is um, this was a couple of years ago, um, and I got an email from the Afghanistan um, domain department or something, and it was just as um, I think it was like the Taliban took over, like like the city or uh, uh, over over in Afghanistan, like it was major news, and this Aussie guy has just registered killer.afghanistan in Sydney. <laughs> and but I was freaking out. I was like trying to cancel the domain and no one to cancel it for me. Once you register it, you own it for a year apparently. And I was freaking out that the AFP would be looking into me and I'd be getting a knock on the door or a phone call. Anyway, fortunately, none of that happened. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, I don't know, one of the funny stories that, <laughs> that happened in, in, in Killer's uh, startup. Um yeah, early days. <laughs> anyway, kill, killer.com now. <laughs> <killeconomist.com>. <laughs> um, uh Yeah, so and then, yeah, to batching and uh, producing. So, yeah, we work with HACCP, for HACCP accredited facilities now. Um, um, yeah, shelf life testing uh, through laboratories, all that sort of thing is, is pretty standard now. Um, um, and... Yeah, I suppose probably you know the biggest thing, like with buying a farm and not being a farmer, um, is is learning is learning on, along the way, you know, and and just working hard at working hard at understanding the process and um, and yeah, and 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 sort of pushing forward, um, working towards a preservative free, gluten free product that. Has two year, the, making sure that shelf stable for example and, and getting a two year shelf life out of the product. you know there, there was a couple of like important factors that I wanted to, to make sure that we, we had with our products um, um, yeah having having a shelf stable product was one of those things I didn't, I didn't want to have our, our products in, in jars needing to be refrigerated for us or for anyone who's reselling our product you know I wanted, wanted it to be on the shelf front and centre out of a fridge um, in your face sort of thing
1: They're happy with the products, but getting them on retailers' shelves can be a slog. Who's handling that for Killer Condiments? And where does Nathan see the company going?
0: So, um, I've I'm, I'm like really into businesses over here, so I don't really get a heap of time to. I, I haven't been able to be like that one front for Killer. Um, I'm sort of like the guy in the background at the moment, which is nice. Um, one of the boys, one of my one of my mates. So, um, my mate Dan um, is is managing um, Killer. Dan, um, Dan's like been on the like really on the cold call, you know, and, and just sort of like really trying to get out there and introduce people to our product. Um, right now we're in, uh, I think it's close to 60 retailers up the, uh, we're, we're a few in Victoria, um, a few in Queensland and majority in New South Wales. Um, we, we have a distributor in Queensland and in New South Wales now that, that have recently come on board um so yeah probably what are we in September so um, five're we're five we're sort of five months since launch in in um, at the Easter Show um so yeah over the last five months a lot, a lot of a lot of you know things don't kick overnight um, so we're out at farmers markets um, we're talking to um we're, we're talking to to businesses that have you know five or, or six stores you know, um, 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 to their name, um, we're we're talking with. Uh, we're not sure that majors is the way to go for us. Um, we we really want to stay with uh, independence. Um, so, so that also means you know, um, sort of sort of getting out there on the road and and spending time promoting and talking and sampling and. I don't know, um, getting the name out there, getting getting the product out there. Um, So, yeah, 60 retailers at the moment, um, which is great. Um, We've got uh, Brett Laws as sort of our our ambassador within the butchery community Um, and Brett's doing great. He's on the Australian butchery team. Um, He loves to cook too, so it's really cool. I think he did like a pulled pork, pine, lime slider last night or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, it's really good having him on board and having people uh, people around us that believe in what we're doing. Um, yeah, so and then future-wise where we're going, uh, well, we've got Fine Foods next week. Um, I think we're booked in to do to, to, uh, meat stock early next year um, and then, yeah, I, I'm... I'm I think other than that, it's just, it's just getting out there and getting, getting the name out there.
1: From shop fitting to farming to butchering to condiments, Nathan sees business as a creative endeavour. What does he find most satisfying and rewarding?
0: I've always really liked business. Um, I, 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 when I was, yeah, earlier, earlier on, I couldn't have told you exactly what, what direction it would be, but it just, I just knew that I loved business um, um i love creating um i love creating and showing um create creating creating uh, things whether it's products or stores or values or whatever that that our customers love um, and and not necessarily um with with myself at the front but i don't know it's nice it's nice having I really like the fact that our team works for, for businesses that is respected within the industry maybe, um, but, but has a customer base that, a returning customer base that, that loves what we do. Um, I think it's, it's quite rewarding. Um, um, for the, it's rewarding for the team, um, which, is, which is in turn rewarding for me.
1: The Killer Condiments business is only a few months old, but it's going extremely well. Bouncing off a strong customer community and the drive of its founders. Nathan's can do approach and relish for hard work, and his relish for relishes, has given the young enterprise a flying start. This is The Producers, a Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Danny Vallant. Stay tuned as we talk to some of Australia's best farmers, makers, and growers. Follow us on Instagram at Producers Podcast or contact us via deepintheweeds.com.au.